Yeah, that's like Father Kyle. He makes the outline, and I'm like, "What are you doing? Why, why are you making an outline?" Oh, oh I don't do outlines. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. No, Luke just says, "I'm really pissed off about this," and I'm like, "Okay." And okay. then I have a seatbelt that I buckle. <laughs> that sounds about right. You know, Vabs. If we were doing this on their show, they'd be recording already. We already are. We already are. Ladies and gentlemen, you Catching Foxes listeners, I want to thank you, first of all, for hanging with us all the way to episode number 49. My parents, when I was growing up, told me, Michael, you'll never amount to nothing, right? So I had that, and I agreed with them, and they told me that last week. And you know what I said to them? I said, that's not true. I've made 49 episodes of Catching Foxes. They're shocked. I'm shocked. I'm sure you're shocked. Luke is certainly shocked. We've made 49 episodes, so I want to thank you, the listeners, for listening. I want to thank all you people who newly discover the show and binge listen. Uh, I want to tell the people who don't like our show, I hate you. And all this other, you know, wonderful Jesus-loving stuff. So as we march on, I wanted to take this opportunity to promote another podcast, a wonderful and fun and much shorter podcast than ours, Catholic Drinking. Sarah Babulous and Father Kyle are wonderful people who record um, a podcast. Uh, they're they're beer snobs. They're uh, maybe wine snobs. I don't think they're wine snobs. They're liquor snobs. Yeah, they are wine snobs. Uh, they're just snobs in general in all the right ways. And they shame me. They they beer shame me because I love uh, swallowable beer instead of their um, barely palpable things with hints of coffee flavors and blah 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 so i hope you enjoy this show we mentioned upcoming shows you got to keep in mind we recorded this puppy all the way back in april so that's why the timeline's a little out of wonk but uh i'm sorry i love you guys kiss kiss (laughs) funny gomer is a female name, so that's it's uh that is true. One of the uh, uh the point of fact, Gomer is both a female and a male name. In Genesis ten, it's a male name. In Hosea one three, which is a person that I'm named nicknamed after, it's a female name. The mm-hmm. prostitute? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, so you're a hoe? Uh we prefer Lady of the Night. Thank you. <laughs> you a hoe. Oh, you a hoe. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, so you how come it, how come you haven't sent me the Catholic Drinkies Guide to Homebrewed Evangelism yet? How come you haven't bought it yet? Oh, because we haven't interviewed you on Catching Foxes, <laughs> and I had, I didn't buy it an hour before, and then quickly scam through and pretend like I read it. Sorry, Arlene. Well, then Spensley. if you have me on, then uh, I will mail you a copy in advance. Yeah, yeah. Can you mail two? Because it's only really really fun if we both. Get That's it, true. like like the Catholic uh, beard bomb. That was the first time I was like, "Oh, this is great, free stuff." Have you guys talked about the Catholic beard bomb stuff? No, but have... you know who uses that? I do. Mm-hmm. Nice. You do? I, I, nice. This guy. I bought it for him for what Father's Day last year, Christmas. What did that. I buy? I think it was Father's Day. I love yeah. it. I think it's awesome. I do too. You see what we did there? We slid right into a commercial. People, Catholic Beard Balm is awesome. They just sent us a new tin called St. Joseph's Blend. Let me read this to you. A masculine blend of cedar and frankincense with a hint of rose. That's practically the name of my metal band back in college. CatholicBalm.co is where you need to go. And when you go and buy, they got wonderful stuff. They have this lotion bar that you rub on your hand instead of like gross, nasty uh, globs of moisturizer. They got this lotion bar. They have um, chapstick and beard balm. It's great stuff. 
So I recommend you going there and buying everything you possibly can. If you don't have a beard, send it to a man who does. If you do have a beard, buy every cent, especially Chrism. That's my overall favorite. Then, when you're checking out, you can write in either Team Luke or Team Michael, all one word. Team Luke or Team Michael. I recommend Team Michael because I'm recording this right now. Back to our show. Thank you for listening. Go Team Michael. Welcome to episode, I don't know, six of the Catholic Drinky Show. Really excited today. We've got a really neat episode. So I'm Sarah Vabulous, the Catholic Drinky, and I am joined by my not-as-new co-host, Father Kyle Schnipple. Hello, Vabs. How are you? I'm doing all right, Father. How are you doing? I'm I'm okay. It's a good Friday night. I had a relaxing night, so I'm enjoying a beer and having a nice chat with you. Awesome. Well, we also uh, currently have some creepers on the podcast. I think we need to introduce them. Very creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't understand what you are talking about. I don't know if you can see my free hugs sign, ladies. <laughs> I just have some uh, French vanilla uh, coffee here. Uh, if you guys are not familiar with these two voices, they are the rock stars behind the Catching Foxes podcast. So I'd love to welcome them today to the show because I am uh, a fan of their show and uh, they like to talk about crappy beer. So I thought we could uh, have a. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Already setting up dividing walls of hostility that me, the only Christ-like figure on the microphone, will have to smash down. Continue. Oh, so so can you introduce yourself, me, who is the only Christ-like figure on the microphone? Uh, yes, I can. Uh, I'm the man that needs no introduction. Okay, so my name is Michael Gormley, uh, a.k.a. Gomer. And I am uh, the founder of the wonderful institute called layevangelist.com, which is the host of our Catching Foxes podcast. I I work full-time at a big old suburban church that I love, um, and I do uh, evangelization, parish missions, um, all sorts of stuff like that on the side. Awesome. Well, you have a cool life. And we're also joined by your counterpart, Luke. Hi. I'm Luke. I'm the guy who actually had the idea for the podcast. <laughs> uh, I can't say who I work for, but it may not be in an office that uh, is around the state that is um, high in the middle. <laughs> Maybe a little, possibly a little round on the edges. Oh, possibly. hello, perfect stranger that I have never met before who, in my who life. Are you again? I, you, oh, nice man. I'm Father yeah. Kile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Father Kyle, yes. Kile. <laughs> good. That's to good. I'm going to steal time. that. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so everyone, I think, uh, has a drink tonight. Um, and, Father, tell us what you're drinking. I am drinking a Russian Imperial Stout that I uh, homebrewed. Uh, it's been uh, in the bottle for a while. It's nice. Uh, it's matured nice. It's got some good coffee notes. And just enjoying uh, – I uh, – I brew the beer I drink, and so I'm enjoying a homebrewed beverage this evening. Do you think you hit 10% on that one? Um, probably not. Probably closer to the 8, 8.5% range. Fail. I know. The the Belgian quad I make, that one definitely goes over 10. Definitely. Why did I not like know that you brewed beer? Did I know that? Uh, I don't know. I don't really make a secret of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. You must not listen to our podcast because I talk all the time about how Father Kyle taught me how to homebrew beer. Exactly. (laughs) 
And Luke, if you lived in the same city, you could probably come over and help brew if ever you wanted to. Oh, if I lived in the same town, I'd say that's a great idea, and I look forward to arranging that. Sounds like a good plan. Oh, man, this talking around the bush is exhausting me. This is, maybe we will live. <laughs> okay, Gomer, your turn. What are you drinking this evening? Oh, I'm happy you asked. I am drinking a very fine Pilsner. Uh, it comes from the wonderful city of Wisconsin in the United States, also known as Miller Brewing Company's very own <laughs> Miller Lite. Oh, you're drinking Miller Lite? Seriously, oh. you brought a Miller Lite to my podcast? Oh. I'm, I'm actually insulted. In college, has, I could that. Hold on, In hold college. On. Guys, guys, hold on. It has, it's a... Crystal clear liquid of a shiny golden yellow hue. Uh, pulled out with about an inch of loose white foam. For some reason, doesn't immediately disappear. I think that's the chemicals. However, it has a thin <laughs> collar of suds that remains no matter uh, how long it's been out on the table. It's kind of like a Walmart uh, ice cream sandwich that way. Uh, it just magically remains. And when you like drink Like a McDonald's it, hamburger? Like a McDonald's hamburger. Absolutely. Like Crisco. Uh, Miller Lite is the thing that childhood dreams are made of. If your dreams consisted of sneaking beers from your dad's friends at a Knights of Columbus Hall when you should have gone to bed three hours earlier, but the Philadelphia Eagles game went long. This, uh, this indeed. This indeed. And I just want to say, for all the haters out there of the big three, of the Bud haters, the Miller haters, and the Coors haters, I just want to say, I just want to say that this beer is eminently swallowable and that's why i drink it oh wow <laughs> that was way too rationalized for miller light <laughs> that was he pre-planned that oh, uh, <laughs> right now i'm on beeradvocate.com and i typed in miller light <laughs> and i'm reading whatever they say <laughs> it, it literally has a score of awful and awful <laughs> Oh, Look, can man. you please redeem this podcast? Sure. So I am possibly drinking a great beer from the city of uh, Cincinnati. Possibly. And possibly. No, no, how I have access to it. It's crazy. <laughs> um, it is from Christian uh, Moreland. I hope I pronounced that right. I didn't do so well in phonics in school. Uh, it is a hop harvest ale, and it is a limited can release. So that's cool, and it is fantastic. Very... Uh, Hoppy, uh, you know, you've really got to kind of pay attention to what you are drinking with this one. So I like it. Nice. Christian Moreline makes some uh, some great beers. They do. They do some great work. So. And they've got um, they have a really great like, brewery, too. Yes, they do. And nice. the brew house downtown and then uh, right on the river and then the brewery up and over the Rhine is a great place to hang out. I need to possibly go there. That might be very close to where I live. That's very interesting. Oh. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Babs, your turn. What uh, you've been holding out on the rest of us, and you won't tell us what you're drinking. So now you have to. Well, I am not drinking a beer. I am, in fact, drinking my favorite mixed drink, which is one part gin. One part green chartreuse, one part maraschino liqueur, and one part lime juice, otherwise known as the last word. That sounds awesome. It's amazing. I am intrigued, and I would like to buy your product. 
<laughs> I will. Uh, I will maybe stock Father Kyle's liquor closet with some of this, so that you could maybe, if you're ever in that city, oh. go and enjoy one there. <laughs> that, that sounds like a great idea. That may or may not happen. <laughs> you know what, Gomer? Yes. Don't be hating because you live by yourself over okay. in Texas. I yeah, know. seriously. <laughs> you have fun being racist. <laughs> what a horrible thing to say. We are uh, Houston is you the You couldn't say anything. That's why you had to be like, uh uh what No, no, let me just say this one thing and then I'm done. Okay. Yes, there might be some ignorant people that live in Texas, but they don't live in Houston. They're dead if they do. Houston, the place where I, I moved to when I was married, humble, humble little home, a little homestead, uh in Fort Bend county the most diverse county in north america okay the most diverse now that doesn't mean it's not like racist houston. it was incredibly racist but still most diverse <laughs> i like houston houston's awesome i like chinatown in hey, can houston. i just can i just say one thing one thing now that's racist it's called china america town um the, that's not that's not true that's not true um i'm drinking my delicious beer uh that's imminently swallowable out of a pint glass from a houston brewery called saint arnold Named after the stuff. patron saint of uh, Catholic uh, brewing and beer and stuff. Then why are that, you drinking St. Arnold beer? Because daddy can't afford it, okay? You know what daddy <laughs> can afford? The beer that gets the job done. Miller Lite. Yeah, Always right. It costs you like double the amount of beer, though, to even get a buzz. So you really false. aren't netting out any oh, profit. False. Here's the false. Yeah, here's the thing, though. Um, for all of... You might think that if you were uh, to listen to Catching Foxes that I am the one who drinks a lot, but by far Gomer out like outbeats me by at least two hundred percent per episode. Well, the, you, think, you would think that Luke drinks the most because he is repeatedly tingling, ting, tingling. What a weird word! Ooh, hey, <laughs> wow, he's tingling us. I am. Really going, remember this? This podcast doesn't have the little e. Oh, oh fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have a tingling sensation might. in my leg. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, Luke is constantly tinkling his i don't what the word is uh he's hitting his glass against the microphone like three or four clinking, times in it clinking son of yeah. a gun it's clinking no. and i said tinkling <laughs> because i'm thinking about my little kids right going because potty. you have small children uh, going I, to the restroom i have a yeah, thousand kids i have a thousand kids and they're all under five i have a thousand <laughs> four-year-olds it is exhausting actually, that, that is exhausting definitely it's like i'm so, running a daycare that's why i have so much miller light <laughs> Do you feed it to them so they fall asleep quicker? <laughs> no, that would be abusive, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess it's time for uh, a break now. And maybe, uh, Gomer, we come back, we can talk about the, the time that I met you and we hung out at Covecrest. Oh, the last time I was ever invited to Covecrest. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a great story. So you guys hang on. We'll be right back. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, that Cove Crest, that was fun, though. That was. Hey, um, can I go grab another beer really quick? Uh, it's encouraged, so yes. BRB. I already have a oh, Bud Light. Speaks in Bud, a I have a Bud Light waiting in the wings. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You're going to drink Miller Light and then Bud Light? Absolutely. Ask me why. Ask me why. Why? You know, why? I don't want to. Why did I? We, we walked into a trap. <laughs> because it's there. It's cheap. And the Miller Lite was free. We had some friends over tonight. I had to kick them out because of the podcast. 
And, oh, sorry. Uh, you should be. But uh, it was it was just it's just awesome. So I thought, ooh, and you know what's the best part about the Bud Light is I accidentally let it go warm and then I recooled it. So I know it's going to be a little skunky because but skunky. Yeah, but I can still deal. I I'll pretend like it's an acquired taste. Do you actually like that light beer? Uh, yes. I can do beast. Like if like if okay. if I'm in like a mode like yep, we're doing some drinking. I can do like really really cheap beer just Listen, because it's fun. If I need to get in a fight, I'm going to light <laughs> beer ten times out of ten and guzzling it down, and then I'll fight you. But I would love to see you in a fight. Like how, Dude, how I'm, scrappy. I'm scrappy. I'm <laughs> scrappy. I might be. I might be morbidly obese and hairy, but when it comes to fighting, if, if I'm, if I'm doing the Spanish butterfly around, being like, "What?" I know that's what I do. I dance. Hey, Babs, I, I think we just found our outtake at the end. Oh go. yes, I, I definitely got obese. that one. Oh yeah, don't worry. Hey, do you have a sponsor? No. What's the break? Like, how do you break? What do you? Yeah, what does the break I'm sound like? That. Um, I, I have uh, I have a couple of different things. I have a little commercial for my book. I did get my co-host of the Catholic Hipster podcast to record something that I can toss in there. Cool. Sometimes it's just music. Nice, nice. Could it I be like? like it. Could it be like? Um, like the Intel sign for Intel Inside. Dun, 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 dun. And then we go right back. I uh, yeah. I mean, you can if you want. I do more like about ten to fifteen seconds. You just play it on a loop. Yes, you could. And that would be really annoying, but yes, you could. <laughs> would, okay, so this is kind of like a serious question, and it's totally fine if the answer is no. Would um, uh, you be interested in, like, uh, playing a uh, uh, clip from our show? Yes. Get on that yes. normally. Wait, what? I wasn't I, listening. I would I do was... it on both podcasts. I'd do it on the Catholic Hipster cast as well as the Drinky cast because I, I edit both. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Sure, you're welcome. That, yeah, whatever awesome. we can do to help you guys. I mean, the the Catholic Hipster podcast is is getting like I don't know, almost uh, 1,500 listens an episode now. So it's oh, still pretty good. Yeah. What it's do you use? Good. What do you use to track listeners? Uh, it's up on SoundCloud, so we use their oh, okay, okay, their right. built-in stats. And I then would... I use I use Podbean for my for this one. Okay, cool. Mm. Nice. That all went straight over my head. <laughs> it's okay. Looks analytics. Like... I don't know. It's sort of like when people give money to the church and you keep track of it. That's oh, okay. okay. Like. <laughs> I pay people to do that. Yeah, you're speaking my language. It's like tithing. Oh, oh okay. I got it now. Yeah. All right. Ready to go back? You're going to bring us back? Uh, you want me to? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Break it down. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the podcast. As we were going to break, Vabs teased a wonderful story about Covecrest with Gomer. So this has me wonderfully intrigued. So take it away, Vabs. I think it went something like a tweet on Twitter. Hey, I'm at Covecrest. I hear you have beer. Can you please come visit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This sounds like me. Make sure you bring the Miller. Hashtag <laughs> Except that's I get not what we drank. No, we drank awesome beer. We drank awesome beer that night. You brought us uh, a series of tasters. Now, actually, how it unfolded was our mutual friend, Mikey Needleman, 
who oh, was yeah. my every three or for three years in a row. He was my musician. Me and him, the first year we ever met, we clicked and we worked really, really well together until you showed up. And uh, he hey. invited you. He invited you. What did you say? A tweet on Twitter. He invited you via a tweet on Instagram uh, to come up <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and to do a I feel like I'm getting mean. Am I getting mean? I blame the Miller. Um Keep drinking. You'll get nicer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I That's don't. That's what you think. Yeah. I went to college with this guy. Crazy stuff's about to go down. It's Sorry. Go on, Gordon. Fights. Fights. Um, no, but you came fights. up and you brought uh, like five beers, a great sampler of all different types of stuff. Uh, my wife was there. My three kids were yeah. there. Or two of my kids were there. Um, and Not drinking the beers. They were asleep. Uh, but we got to hang out in this wonderful new place and blah, blah, blah. And, and sleep then, in those awesome beds. Awesome, awesome beds. I mean, we had our uh, separate rooms, but yeah, they're well, awesome course, beds. But yes. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, I just want to make that distinction. Um, but yeah, it was literally, great. she as she was driving back from that trip, she called me and talked about that bed for about fifteen twenty minutes. So good, they they spared no expense. Jurassic Park, the guy that built Jurassic Park, built that bed. Spared no expense. <laughs> you know, I think you you did have a Father Kyle beer that night, if I remember correctly. Yep, yep, yep that's yep. possible. It was a homemade brew from the guy, the priest friend of yours that you talk about beer with. So yes. Oh my god, that would have been me. That would have been me. Hey. Small Catholic world. Small mm-hmm. Catholic mafia, and I was uh, never invited back after eight years in a row. Oh wow! wow. It wasn't because of me. Do? Well, they found out that we had alcohol in their family lodge. They didn't care. Uh, wait, are, are you serious? So that I actually was a thing? Uh, no, I'm just making that up. I have no idea yeah. why. I, <laughs> I just like had a, a sweat bullet just roll from my forehead all the way down my cheek. I was like, wait, really? Uh, you're welcome. That's what you get for making fun of the old Miller Lite. <laughs> and now you're selling it. You're selling it. Oh, so Jurassic Park is Jurassic perfect. Park. Perfect for everything. Shoot her! Sorry. Shoot her! <laughs> okay, so... Sorry. Babs, do you know what the Catching Foxes drinking game is? <laughs> no. Why don't you tell me about it? It sounds awesome. This. Every time Scott <laughs> Hahn says Covenant. That, that, that's, that's one. Anytime they reference the school that they went to, <laughs> you have to take a drink. Oh, oh uh, so when they start talking about their inside jokes, which is like half the every podcast? False. Okay. False. Yeah. False. Is Not it really half. that bad? Like we've had some like complaints before. I've gone. I think it's very relatable, but that's just me. Yeah. Uh, I did not go to school there, and sometimes I'm just like fast forward until I think he might be done with it. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, Luca. The I mean, last not- the last one we recorded, uh, the whole first part before we brought up Donald Trump, the guy like we were just reliving old stories, and I kept thinking we should not do this. We should not <laughs> do this. And yet yeah, you did it. Yeah. Well, we have about uh, the best as I can tell from the. Statistics that we have, we have about 3,000 listeners that tune in weekly uh, or that download the show weekly. And um, that means that the entire campus of Franciscan University of Steubenville, drink, had, uh, you know, they, they only have 2,200 people there. So we're, we're, so we're bigger than Franciscan, not Jesus, but we're bigger than Franciscan. That's a great number. Yeah. And, and since you mentioned you your number of downloads and everything, what what led you and sort of what are what's your goal with the podcast that you guys do with Catching Foxes? And I know I appreciate what you do just and how real and honest that you are on that podcast. But what what was the, sort of the impetus of how you got it going and what are you trying to do with with the podcast? Where do you see it going? Go for it, Luke. It came from a desire to really have a dialogue. 
I, I kind of hit a point where I felt like there was some really good stuff that I was. So I'm so we're both gigantic podcast friends. So we have both been a best friend since uh, 2001. And um, and by having to listen to I mean, we both listen to probably uh, like a crap load of podcasts. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. A bunch of Podcast. <laughs> and, uh, um, gotta class it up. Show. Gotta class it up with the drunks on this show. I'm sorry about that. Um, hey, and <laughs> your audience, your audience, not yeah, you. Yeah, your audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You guys have a problem, audience. Um, <laughs> we're here so, to we're here to do an intervention. It's not a problem. We don't go to meetings. It's not a problem. <laughs> we're not the ones with the problem. You're the one with the problem. I I started. I found a lot. I think one of one of the reasons why I love podcast is because you are really get so like nuanced and you're really able to have a great conversation about so much stuff and i felt that it was a lot of things in our catholic corner of, of the galaxy was just us talking at each other and i wanted uh, to do something where we could start to really kind of take that next step and talk and really talk with each other about really heavy things where there really, you know, couldn't be any real quote unquote answers to. That's why we have our one of our uh, tags is discussion over in over instruction. And that's really where it came from. And just really a desire to be brutally honest and say, like, this is how I am. This is what I am experiencing right now. And this might not be what I, I'm experiencing uh, tomorrow, but uh, for right now, this is where I am. And what I love about what you guys do is you're not, you're not, a, you don't sugarcoat the issues. So you're not afraid to dive deep into, uh, into the struggle of life, into the struggle of being a Catholic. I know one of your recent uh, issues or episodes was, you know, I yelled at God. And no, no, and no, Catholic... no, no. You got to get the, the line down. <laughs> I hate so, the so I, hate I told God I hate him. <laughs> that's it yeah and and like that was really like when i saw that was the title of of the episode i re it like it hurt me because i love god and mm -hmm. I, at least i try to and it's like a person saying so i told my wife i hated her you know like that's that's what and i, I love my wife Aaron. she's awesome she's great and and i love god and i was really scared once that it was out because it was me and my most honest and just like, this is where I am right now. And the response to that was awesome, but it's like, wow, that was really uncomfortable. So the, the thing that you might not know is I do the production side of it. So we record the podcast and then I um, spent an absurd amount of money getting like logic and all this <laughs> stuff and uh, sound soap and all that, um, that I don't know how to use well. And, uh, Mm -hmm. I just create the shows on – we record on Wednesday nights, and I edit and, and post them typically by 2 a.m. on Friday morning. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, so, everyone's awake then waiting for it. Well, it's, exactly. I, I want it to be there bef when, before people's commutes. That's my goal. And yeah. so uh, – or people working out in the morning or whatever. And so um, I, I'm not talking to Luke when I come up with the names, and I try to pull some – either the, the name is the, – the title is the summary of the thing – or something funny we said or interesting that we said. And so Luke just had that line. It just hung with me the whole time. So I chose it because it's putting so in the beginning is kind of funny. It's like, so I told God I hate him. <laughs> I never even once thought that like Luke would. I, this is the first time hearing that Luke was really nervous about it. Yeah. But well, no, I mean, I'm telling you, this 
episode, probably our top three uh, most responded to episodes. I've received yeah. text messages, Facebook messages. Me and Luke get messages on our um, Facebook page for the for the podcast um, about this. And the, right before we recorded, a guy sent me a personal email saying, I listen to your show. I like your show. Here's where I'm at. This is where I'm struggling. And it sounded almost word for word what Luke had said. But I never shared that email with Luke. And I was trying to figure out a way to respond to this guy. And I thought, so I literally hit reply and said, please listen to the last episode. I think God wanted this to be for you. And when we stop, uh, basically the pressure is on for Christians who produce um, things out in the world to be so squeaky clean because we want to be a good example that we lose the honesty, we lose the authenticity in order to conform to other people's moral standards. So um, one of the big things that uh, we talk about and we kind of joked about it is um, not all of our podcasts, but about 50% have an explicit tag. Um, If we we cuss once, I'll put it on there. Um, And that's because... Me and Luke talk because we're old college buddies. Sometimes we cuss when we talk. Uh, and so we said... You're going to hell. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> I was going to say sometimes. Yeah. Well, and so we... Uh, cussing is so funny. But we have... Uh, <laughs> so the whole point is if we're having an honest conversation... So cussing is not like a, a value or pillar of our podcast. Honesty to the point of uncomfortableness mm-hmm. is, is supposed to be the goal. And we know that that happens. So we'll get emails. The first email we got uh, was a friend of ours who said, I wish you would have told me that you guys cuss. I was listening to it in the car with my kids, picking them up from preschool, and you're, like, saying the (laughs) S word. And I said, listen, here's the deal. Your kids are going to hear that word anyway. Don't you want it from a good Catholic source? Yeah. (laughs) Coming from Luke? Come on. (laughs) The other one was a lady who was really angry, and Luke spent about three days writing a very nice uh, page response, you know, like trying to give her the reasons, and it's we're not obsessed with cussing. Although sometimes Luke gets carried away, and I and then he'll he'll cuss a bunch, and then just go edit that, and so that was fun. Um, and, and then, uh, but then one day I got a, an extremely angry uh, message, like and the guy, the guy was mad. He was so mad. He he called us. Um, he, he said that we were ridiculous. He's he's like, I love your show. But you need to stop doing this. And I understand. Don't get me wrong. I understand. I understand that we're limiting our audience. I understand that if a teacher hears this, uh, they can't play it for their high school students. Hey, this might help. I I understand that. But the thing is, this is what the reality is. They're not our audience. Catholic stuff Mm -hmm. you should know um, is is, if you want Catholic trivia, listen to that. If you want a homily, listen to Bishop Barron. you know, there's there's tons of stuff that's out there that's not what we're doing. We're trying to reach people who long for authenticity, who have looked at Christianity and found cookie-cutter crap. And so we're yeah. trying to just speak honestly to one another. And if you like it, great. If you don't. So I hit reply, and I wrote, uh, I'm sorry to lose you as a listener. I'm not apologizing for how we do our show. Now, we tone it down sometimes, and sometimes I'll, I'll edit a couple cuss words if I find it gratuitous. But, um, beep, beep, beep. Yeah. You, you, have the, you have the best uh, beeps, though. <laughs> Thank you. It's a, a motorcycle horn that comes standard with uh, Logic Pro. So, uh, many, like, like, one day, I really hope there is an album that is just like all of our outtakes. Because there's some horrible, horrible things in there. Yeah, yeah. But can I, I, w- I want to say, and I sent a message to Luke at one point, 
I said, I, you guys taking on this, the topics that you take on in an authentic and a real way helps me as a priest take on those same topics homiletically and you, awesome. at, at mass on Sunday, because now I know I'm not the only one that's talking about this. I, I, I hear how you guys phrase it and how you talk about it. And I'm that emboldens, emboldens me to do the same thing on weekends to my, to my parishioners. So I, I really, one of the things I really appreciate that. So that's what I really appreciate about what you're doing and making it real for uh, Joe Catholic, who who has the same struggle, but in so many other ways, it's never talked about. Yeah. Now we have a venue to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, Luke, you. do you hear this? How awesome is that? I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, I sent it to you. No, it's um... <laughs> <laughs> Luke. Uh, how are you not going to this Catching Foxes Mass, which may or may not be in your hometown? <laughs> it's it could or could not be like. 30 minutes north. Um, <laughs> Father, you should it, literally start out your homily with, this message is brought to you in part by Catching Boxes. Yeah. Discussion well, over instruction. Okay, so so I would, but you you have to back that up with something, you know. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sponsorship. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. It does you. not include sending him Bud Light. I'll exactly. send you a pie with with cash in it. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ola, I get it. No, I I really honestly, and this really does sound kind of odd, but when like when I really like think of the podcast, like what what like kind of business am I in by having to do this? I am in the business of trying to let people know you're not the only one. You're not yeah. the only one who has struggled with a pornography. You're right. not the only one who's been angry with God. You're not the only one who has a family member that was abused by a priest. You know, you're, you are not alone. And that is the thing that I, and I think I am, I am like, I am obsessed with this idea that how our world has just like isolated us. And, and it's just really, we're just so like busy that we are like, just like so alone and that's why I think our podcast has really hit a nerve because our listeners can go, oh, my gosh, I'm not the, like I get that. And that's like why I wanted to do it, because I've experienced that with like other podcasts that are about comedy or, you know, like um, technology. I was like, how great would it be to have one that was about Catholic stuff? Real Catholic stuff. Yeah, and exactly. And because I think from my point of view what I recognize is that sin seeks to isolate and the more we can break down that isolation from a struggle, especially with habitual sins that gives an ability to overcome them. Yeah. I just talked to a, a men's group this morning at uh 6 AM. I don't know why people meet at that Ooh. time, but uh, it's gross. I was editing the podcast until 2 AM and then went to bed and then gave this talk at 6 AM. But one of the things I said is I said, okay, everyone listening to me right now, these are all great guys, right? I said, everyone listening to me right now, I know statistically that some of you are uh, addicted to pornography or sex or masturbation or, you know, any of these things. I said, I need you to hear me. You will never find freedom if you do not tell another human being. You will never right. find freedom and you will die a slave of this stuff. So call me or come and see me or send me an email and I will be happy to walk with you into freedom. But if you do not humble yourself and embolden yourself to call me, you, I just want you to know you will be stuck in this life forever. And they were like, okay. <laughs> so I'm waiting <laughs> on the phone calls. I haven't gotten anything. Well, I don't really check my voicemail at work. But 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, here's my phone number, but hey, if you leave a message, I'm never going <laughs> to get gonna it. Answer. I know. Catch 22. Anymore anyway. Catch 22. I don't know what that word means, actually. <laughs> you know, my favorite episode that you guys did was the one where you talked about doubt. Mm. Really? Thank you. Yeah. That was my, that's my favorite. Thank I think. you. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I mean, like, I'll own it. And Father knows this because he's my best buddy and we talk about it a lot. But, you know, it's something that I often struggle with, especially, you know, as um, I'm sitting here. Uh, oh, I'll be 33 in a couple months and I've, you know, I'm not married. And I always thought I'd be married and have a family. And there's nothing more in this life than I that I want more than that. And so it's just really frustrating where I have lived my life for God as best I can since I was 15 years old. And I see everyone else get what they want and I don't get it. And it just makes me really angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And you I also totally know that. you also know that if you compromise your faith, the experience of of being alone or feeling isolated or left out would go away to an extent because mm-hmm. the type of people who would be more than happy to compromise your integrity, they're out there in swarms <laughs> and waiting and swipe away, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, hey, listen, right. I got back from Las Vegas less than 24 hours ago. Go you better on. believe there was a lot of uh, a lot of that. You know, I mean, I, you know, I'm out there on a work trip with a lot of my colleagues and, you know, I, I was struggling with a little feeling a little isolated this yeah. week, especially when I travel with coworkers, because I, I mean, I love them to death and they're great people. But I have different priorities, which might include going to bed at a decent hour, even though I really, 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 really would rather stay up late and have fun. But I know. I know myself and I know that I would just drink too much and it would make bad choices and just I would hate myself the next morning because hangovers in your 30s are the worst thing in the world. Oh, right. <laughs> and so I'm and hoping so, it gets better in the 40s because I'm. <laughs> hey, please uh, let us know. I'll Wait, you you're know. not yeah. supposed to know that you're a priest. Anyways, yeah. but, for but people, you know, it, it, yeah. it, it would have been so easy to just go in in Las Vegas, the city where it's the easiest to be a horrible human being to mm-hmm. go and do that stuff. But instead, nope. I sit in a hotel room by myself and I'm OK with it. For for those who want to get connected to what she's talking about, that's episode 13 called Please Be Real. Um, so that's layevangelist.com slash catching foxes slash 13. Um, I'll and, put it in the show notes. Well, you, oh, show uh, notes. Look better. at you. You're a real Dan Benjamin. And if you go uh, into that, you can find the, the trailer on YouTube for uh, Rescue Dawn starring Christian Bale. Y- you know what's so weird about that is like that honestly, like this is one of the crazy things about – podcasting is that was like like that idea i mean that was honestly my prayer so many times when i would like think of that when i think of that clip how he said that and like the fact that three thousand people know about that now like that that's how i process that blows my mind and and like a really honestly and i'm i'm sorry this like um sounds like a humble brag i really don't i don't i don't mean it to be It's, Mm -hmm. it's just more in the sense of that, like, like, wow, like that wasn't just for me. Right. This, this little thing that I thought was just my own ex like, and I would have never guessed that that would have been a thing that people talked about. So I, I really appreciate that you brought that up. That's, that's, that is yeah. extremely cool. Thank you. I've listened to it a couple of times. So I'll own it. It's just, it's just one of those that I keep going back to. Yeah. And the, the title comes from Luke in his car, praying in a desperate moment and just saying like god come on please be real and 
Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's really like. I mean, I'll be honest. Everyone knows that I work for the church. I can't say which part of the church, but uh, the handsome to... part. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> the, the part, part that taught yeah. you how to drink good beer. Anyway, <laughs> the part that tells Father Kyle he's doing his job right. Um, <laughs> it uh, like it was like really scary to go. Do I do I put this out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, there, there honestly have been um, times where I'm like, oh boy, I know the people listen. Oh boy, <laughs> just like waiting, waiting for the phone to ring, and you know, just going, hey, uh, hey, Luke, so you're yeah. fired. <laughs> <laughs> I have parishioners that listen of their own free will. They wow. listen and they tell me, uh, you know, what it means to them, and it's not the like we kind of think of like a young adult audience for this pod for our podcast. But there are so many people that this stuff just resonates with. Like and, even my auntie, who's in her, uh, who is at great age, uh, <laughs> like just, like, probably the, the response I got from her about about our podcast was the it almost brought me out of tears. To be honest, just to like have that from a person who I who, who I have loved my um, entire life, and just to hear that from a, like I, I just when we first created, I never thought it was going to be for her. I always thought it was going to be more for us because it was like us just talking about things that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Anywho, how are you guys doing? Sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we take a quick break before we get into that discussion and then oh, we'll, uh, we'll come God. back after a short message. Thank God. Cause All I'm, right. I'm done with my Bud Light. I got to get another. Right. Hey, Save by the break. I'm so Amen. sorry we hijacked that. We we tend to go on and on and on. So No, we, we love it. That's why okay. we have you on. We love it. Cool. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go get another beer. I'm going to go get my third delicious beer. Perfect. Well, this is a great time for a break. We'll be right back. (laughs) Go get more booze, Padre. Hey, so you guys are keeping him up way past his bedtime. I just want you to be aware. Oh, oh, it's right. It's a ten. Oh, the poor guy. Now nine thirty bedtime. Usually (laughs) I know he's a, Oh, I he feel- wakes up early and, you know, he's just old. He's old. He's almost 40. That's so crazy. 40, well, that's gross. <laughs> I hey, know. So how, how do you feel about about being in the last of your uh, Jesus years? You know, it. Uh, I, keep, I keep thinking a lot. I'm like, all right, so 33 is in just a couple months, man. Like, I got to make it. I got to make it work. I got to do some real work because otherwise I weird? might die. It like, is weird. Yeah, like, I'm 33 yeah. now and I'm like, I'm like... I just listened to Dashboard Confessional a lot this past week. <laughs> Should I still be doing that at 33? That's nope. weird. Uh, that's a little too emo, huh? Oh, listen. Oh, <laughs> that is emo. You were just scratching the surface. Here. Now, I went through, I have not listened to them in a really long time, but let me put it this way. One, one of my favorite bands is actually the guy from Dashboards, his old, um, his old uh, Christian emo band. That's how oh. deep I go. Wow, you really go. Yeah, I was never into all that. Um, it, when I was in high school, um, I, I've always loved alternative rock, but I went through this like, I'm so cool. I like rap music fr- phase. Uh, I love thankfully, rap music. thankfully, I have grown out of that and it's not my thing anymore. Oh, but like, I legit have so much ludicrous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> it's ludicrous. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of, so I think all of his songs are a joke. Like, he actually means him to be a joke and i thought he was like this horrible 
a perverted guy, which I still kind of do. But then it just dawned on me, oh, my gosh, he's kidding. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, and then Outcast. You know, both of them are from oh, the ATL. Well, Outcast oh, is amazing. Outcast. They're amazing. Aquemini? Yeah. Are you kidding me? One of the best albums of all time. My mom loves uh, the song uh, Hey Ya, still, hey to this day. We were at a wedding when I was in college, and one of my cousins got married, and all of us, my mom hears the song, and she freaking runs out onto the That's dance awesome. floor and is, like, just, like, going at it. I'm like, hey, Mom, you know who sings this? She's like, no, but I love this song. <laughs> uh, baby boomers. Move, move over, bitches. Mama wants to dance. <laughs> the, honestly, that was totally how it looked. She was like, get out of my way. I need room. Gotta <laughs> shake it like a Polaroid. <laughs> Brother Kyle, I am so sorry for having to uh, keep you up late. That's okay. This is this is well worth the price of admission. This is, this is quite literally, Luke, the best day of Father Kyle's life. Why would we want it to end? I thought it was the day that we went wine tasting. <laughs> Supposedly. May or may no, not. I'll just tell you that uh, my wife says hi. <laughs> hi. Yeah, Luke, I just want you to know Father Kyle thinks you're really funny, likes to hang out with you, so... I, I'm like, I remember when we were like in a meeting, I kind of had one of those moments where I was like, did we just become best friends? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Luke, I'm going to come up and visit. uh, I don't know, whenever Father Kyle invites me again. And so we'll have to hang out. Yeah, absolutely. Sometime soon. Right, Father? Yes. I know he's coming. He's coming here in a month. So we'll we'll figure it out at that point, I think. Yep. Sweet. And then, Gomer, you're just in Texas by yourself. No, we're just chatting. We're having fun. Okay, good deal. It infuriates me that the Vatican has these super lock and the USCCB super locks it down to the point where people end up quoting like Protestant scriptures just so they can fit it in their books because they're super sketchy with that crap. Yeah, I do not love the uh, the New American Bible copyright rules. No, that- I don't either because I had to pay a lot of it for my book. I owed like three or four hundred bucks in uh, in w- fees for, for stuff I reprinted. I will Probably never because of the mafia. I will <laughs> never ever quote the neighbor or the NAB as long as I live. If I ever write a book, I mean, I have a I have two books being written right now. Both of Wait, them. You two. Two. Then I'm. I mean, they're never going to be. I was your best friend. I know you had one. I mean, they're not like <laughs> ever going to be published. But I uh, only RSV. I even found someone who did a public domain modern translation of the um, Douay Rheims English, and I was like, oh, that's baller. So that guy's like, I don't want ever want money. I don't want anything. Just please use this and copy and paste. I was like, hey. Yeah. Or, or the RSV Catholic edition, you know, because I yeah. love the RSV and that because that was a joint project with Protestant bishops um, and their scholars. It has totally different copyright requirements yep. and it's cheaper. And that's why almost every major publication, besides the best literal translation, they use it. It's awesome. Yep. OK. Um, when we come back, are are we allowed to talk about your new podcast idea? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, and we got we got a bunch. We got a bunch. We oh got, yeah, we, we got a bunch. Okay. Well, well Luke, wow. Luke has encouraged me to uh, share podcast ideas with the world that haven't actually been implemented yet. No, uh, I okay. I have told him to not do it until we actually have them up and going. Yeah. So it's not just a thing. But I will. I wouldn't mind uh, talking about that because I I think it's actually a pretty cool idea, and we may do it pretty soon. Gomer doesn't know this yet, but go on. Uh, okay. Uh, 
Oh, you guys. You just have too many ideas. And not sure. enough time, because I am exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> wine, 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 four kids. Oh. Just wait, Luke, when you guys start having kiddos. <laughs> I have a dog that threw up. We had to go to the vet last night, and it broke my heart to hear her get a, get a shot, because she started crying. Um, You're going to be such a terrible dad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of my kids has a helmet. Okay. I saw, I saw that. That's a awesome. Helmet. His head must be misshapen, huh? Yeah. Wait, he wait, well, like, yeah. he actually has a helmet now? Yeah. And he, it got uh, and it, it rubbed that? his skin so raw that oh, it yeah. bled and they had to we oh, had to no. take the helmet off. Baby. Oh, no. I know. He's 9 months. Noah. He didn't do anything to deserve this. Wait, and was I, it Noah or or uh Joseph? It was Joseph. Okay, sorry. I thought it, it was Noah. No, no, no. Did no, he just Joseph. have like a flat back of his head? No, no, no. This is not cosmetic. Uh, his eyes are basically his head is growing forward and backwards and not side to side. Oh, so okay, the helmet okay. constricts the forward part because essentially his eyes will unalign and his ears will unalign. And uh, that means <laughs> he has a fat. All my boys have fat heads like I do. I have, a, I, I have an off the charts head. And so does my son, Noah. They literally measured my head in the pediatrician office. They're like, how big is your head, Dad? His is huge. And I was like, I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah. What size ball cap do you wear? Uh, uh, big and tall? I don't, I don't, I don't wear ball caps because I look like an idiot. I, look I actually like have idiot. a – I have a uh, – I'm like over an eight. Oh my god! Yeah, I no, I yes, I'm not the biggest head in the room. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, listen, we have gigantic egos on top of huge heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Physically, gigantic. morally, yeah. yeah. But anywho, the coolest thing is my son, my wife just finished mod podging the last of the uh, R2D2 decals on his helmet. So now he looks oh, like a little oh. R2D2 boy. Nice. Yeah, nice. we're gonna put it on tomorrow. The the vigil of the Pentecost. Excellent. <laughs> All right, oh, let's come kid. back. Let's do it. Let's yep. do it. You guys ready? Oh, I thought we were back. Sorry. <laughs> I've just Bad been checking my drink. Minute. Yeah, I will. Okay. All right, now it's time for the last segment where we're going to talk about more nonsense because that seems to be what we're doing. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we call it a catching foxes bump. <laughs> oh, is that what this is? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, you know, um, I, I really am glad you guys joined today. It's um, really great to have you guys on the Catholic Drinky podcast and just to get you uh, chatting a little bit more because I do love to just sit. Um, I, it takes me sometimes a week to listen to your whole podcast because my drive to work is about 10 minutes each way, but I I get it done eventually. Aren't short, uh, uh, short commutes are the absolute best. I absolutely, love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mine's across the parking lot. <laughs> Once again, priests don't really have real jobs. That's right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, yeah, Father Kyle, he never works hard. Uh, yeah, exactly. Did you Not know someone Someone asked Pope John Paul how many um, people worked at the Vatican? Do you know what his answer was? About half of them. About half. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, Father Kyle knows that. I may or may not know that he works very hard. Um, <laughs> Luke. Look at I Luke sucking up to the priest. I'm also like four drinks in, but still. <laughs> He's a little sideways, as the kids call it these days. All right. Anywho, so let's begin. How are things? How are things? This is us Wait, taking we over. Did that. We did that already. Poor guy just wants to go to bed. We're like, nope, sorry. 
<laughs> Listen to the sound of our voices as you fall asleep. Oh. Yeah, he yeah. might fall asleep into his microphone. If you guys hear a thud, that's Father Kyle's big head. Thumping against the microphone <laughs> and then nod off. So, guys, what's coming new? What's uh, coming down the pike for uh, Catching Foxes? Luke? Okay, so we have – actually, one of the things that we've always talked about is we really want to have a podcasting uh, network. Things where we have like a whole bunch of shows with a lot of different content because because – Oh, again, I cannot I, I cannot stress enough just like how like how much we love podcast. And um, so we actually are doing a dating one with Arlene Spensley. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah, Spensley. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Spensley. Um, call. I got so confused. But <laughs> I just heard all of these. Like, I'm like, what's happening? Chats. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. We're sending I'm sending the artwork for our, our show. Easier oh, said than done. I can't. So I'm recording in a closet and I can't like reach anything. So I'm like, what? <laughs> um, so you guys was, need to have me on that podcast because I have some epic, horrible date stories. Oh, we start off everyone with one. So we will absolutely do that. Yes. And, I'm, I'm, and so the idea is instead of having to be like an ongoing thing where, where like each week we really have we um, have a new uh, um, have a new episode. We're actually going to um, have seasons where we will just do. 10 episodes about specific topics. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So the model kind of follows essentially um, Netflix dropping out like the daredevil, which I'm a big fan of uh, the daredevil seasons. They drop it or, you know, the un- unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt or whatever. They drop the entire season at once. So you can feel mm-hmm. free to binge listen or whatever. And for shows like that, that are episodic, that, um, have a, a you need to have the, a, a strong theme that runs throughout them. So Arlene yeah. has written uh, a wonderful chastity book called Chastity is for Lovers. If you haven't read it, you owe it to yourself to get this book. Uh, it's hilarious. It's definitely from her perspective, and she's so great. She was the first interview we ever did on Catching Foxes, um, and she's very raw and honest, which is what we loved about her. But so the the name of the the podcast is Easier Said Than Done: Dating and Other Horror Stories. And I, or I like to call it ESTD. <laughs> yeah. We're, we, so, like, we had this idea, honestly, like, three or four months ago, and it's just been kind of hard trying to get all of our schedules down. But, we're, yeah. we're, but we are at a point now, like, okay, like, we, like we've kind of hit – so we have, like, four episodes that no one's ever going to hear because they're garbage. Yeah. But uh, now we've really kind of hit our, hit our stride. So I'm pretty – excited about that and we also have a podcast that we're going uh, to do right uh, and it's going to be called what did pope francis say now uh, <laughs> this is so dangerous uh 10 minutes anytime he says anything where everyone's like what and we're just gonna like talk about like, what did he say and that'll be it deaconesses Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, like, it, it's, and it's only going to be when he says stuff that like people are like, again, like, wait, it's a, what? It's only when he's on an airplane with a microphone. Exactly. I'm what are you guys going to do when he retires? Uh, we just hope that there's a Pope Francis II who is also <laughs> <Yeah>. a Jesuit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think it's funny. I think um, see, a lot of people want to get into the show. So Catching Foxes is an ongoing show. Uh, that just has has no beginning and no end. It's like Melchizedek in that sense. But the notion <laughs> is, uh, as for all you fans of the Book of Hebrews, but the notion of it is um, to drop content that people 
desperately need. It's almost like an audio book, but it's conversation. And that's what we think the, the podcast medium can be so great at. You listen to it on your terms, on your time. Um, you know, other things that I want to do is um, uh, me and within uh, the website, me and Sherry Waddell. Um, I, I hmm, met yeah. with her when Luke, when Luke got married in December. Me and Sherry Waddell are... September. Are, Oh, I meant to say in Denver, and I said December. Um, I drove down. No, not on Tinder. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> For Sherry Waddell, I swipe right ten times out of ten. Um, <laughs> she's awesome. I meant that in a platonic way. But she uh, she is wonderful, brilliant, and she has so much knowledge about this stuff. So mm. we're, mm-hmm. um, we're going to start recording uh, here in uh, about a week, uh, maybe two weeks. Once things kind of settle down for her. Um, and if you haven't read Forming Intentional Disciples, you should. But if the, yeah. the follow-up book, she has a chapter, the introductory chapter on becoming a parish of intentional disciples. That chapter is called A Generation of Saints. And I read that when it first came out. I bought the book the day it came out on Kindle, read it on my iPhone where I do 90% of my reading. And I, uh, just the other day, reread chapter one and chapter two. And I must have reread her chapter like four times. And I'm like... Wait a second. These people who are saints, you know, like often we get so like blown away by their amazing stories. But I felt when I read Generation of Saints, I I felt like you got people like Saint uh, Saint um, Vincent de Paul, Saint Francis de Sales, all of these wonderful people who come together. They formed a seminary, an utterly impoverished seminary that dozens of men flocked to. Uh, all throughout France, and it became this massive catalyst for the faith. And I'm like, holy moly, this is doable. Like, this isn't some, you know, like someone like St. Catherine of Siena, who you feel like is so otherworldly, she's barely even human. I know she's not, but, like, you have these notions. But these guys were just, like, a bunch of guys and and some amazing women who just got together and were like, no, this is what we're going to do. We're going to love Jesus so much. We're going to give up everything to follow him, and we're just going to tell people about him. And they did it in every which way possible. St. Francis de Sales was a tract writer and converted 60,000 people. Yeah. And yeah. just from that, I mean, it's like, it's so amazing. And I literally, I put the book down. I was going to the bathroom at the time. And uh, <laughs> and I walked out to my <laughs> wife. Yeah, I walked out to my <laughs> wife and I go, honey, I, uh, I think I want to become a saint, like, for real. And for the first time in my entire life, I think that, like, I'm not being prideful when I say it. Like, these, it's doable. Like, this is a bunch of bros yeah. that did it. I think I can actually do this. And so we're going to, I just want her to talk about that stuff. Yeah. And the good news, what I see in my work, uh, you see that now in, in so many seminaries, that band of brotherhood that, that forms among the guys as they're in formation together. And that helps them then when they get out into the, into parishes to, to do that. They want to be saints. They want to draw their people to be saints. And and it's, I, I just, having worked as vocation director for a number of years um, and watching these guys coming out now, I'm just, I'm, I'm very impressed and so all inspired by what they, what they will do when they, when they, uh, when they hit the ground running. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we're actually going to interview uh, Matt Feist at some point in time here pretty soon. Go Excellent. Around. I forgot to tell you that, but yeah, but like my goal is to do it right before that he gets ordained. Kind of just like where he's at. That's, that's very soon. About it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be next week. Sorry, Gomer, for, for, forgot to, to tell you about that. Uh, whatever, I got some Bud Light. <laughs> I'm down for pretty much anything. 
He's he's been drinking so much he just can't even remember. Hey, I'll have you know, I'll have you know, I I'm not drinking the swill of mass produced whatever. I'm drinking uh, Lone Star beer. If it's any other beer, hey. it's treason. Good job. Are you drinking it though with a brown paper bag around it because that's what makes Lone Star taste even better? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Can you hear the crinkle in the background? I wish. That's because I poured I it have... into the same glass I've been drinking out of. I once ordered a Lone Star that came with a brown paper bag. I, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. That or Paps Blue Ribbon. I'm a PBR yeah. fan. Are you guys a PBR fans? I'm not a hipster, so no. I like PBR. I'm not a hipster either. Uh, You've got a weird beard. I have a beard because I'm morbidly obese and I don't have a chin line. I don't have a there's, there's just jaw and neck. I don't have cheek and neck. I'm, I'm a borderline, uh, what's his name, George Lucas. I'm desperate for a jawline. So instead of drawing a jawline, I just grew it from my cheek down to my elbows. I... I feel like Luke I, is saying I, something right now. I no? was I was going to, but I was like, nope, nope, nope. This is this is a clean podcast. <laughs> I can edit it out from the window to the walls. Is what I was going to say. Oh, uh, oh yeah, okay. Luke made sorry. an inappropriate comment. It's the other catching Father boxes Kyle, drinking I'm game. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay, Luke. Oh, that is a good add-on. We should make an official catches, catching boxes drinking game. Yeah, oh, we should. It's going to so, be yeah, a, you, a, a mat that you put on the floor with a bunch of conclusions on it. And you literally <laughs> jump to conclusions. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Oh. okay. So it's got to be one drink for whenever my speech impediment comes out. Your speech so what? Oh, no. Your speech what? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So then two, two drinks every time Gomer starts to talk and really gets <laughs> into like, why aren't you a priest for over two minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When he gets on a tirade, yeah, uh-huh. three, uh, three. Please have your voice go even higher, Luke. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> three drinks. If we bash Franciscan, four. If you don't, yeah, four. <laughs> four, if, you four if we go without the greatest ever, yeah. oh. and you've got to chug every time we like say something. We're like, that makes me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, no. you do say that line a lot, which is excellent. I used to say the 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 word anywho uh, in the first like four episodes. I say the word anywho I think around four thousand times, and someone wrote in and they're like, "I love your podcast. You need to stop saying anywho, or I'm never going to listen." And I was like, <laughs> "I feel this small. Oh no!" But I stopped doing it. I stopped doing it. One of our good That's buddies. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's hitting a little close to home because I was forbidden from saying a couple words earlier today on the podcast tonight. Your F- <laughs> the F bombs? I understand. No, yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> no, we could yeah. we could list them off, but yeah, I had a, a chat. I said, Father Kyle, I took a tally of how many times you said these three words in our last podcast. What, what you are, are not they? allowed to say them what ever again. What are this they? Is, yeah. What are they? He uses these transitions. So, so. So, 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 uh, what's, what is the other, alas, alas. you say alas all the time. Alas, that's elaborate. Okay. <laughs> what's the other one, Padre? Oh, those are the two main ones. Yeah. There was a third one where I was like, oh, that's a Father Kyleism. Yeah, the word the, know. the article the. He <laughs> <laughs> uses an a lot. I could really go without it. Even when there aren't vowels at the next word. Why do you use an so <laughs> Honestly, much? so I have the hardest time having 
do you guys ever go back and actually like like really critique your own podcast every time I see yeah. i do but it's so painful luke you don't listen you told me you don't even listen anymore i hit a point where i stopped because i was so ashamed of myself but now i'm trying to start it again because i'm like okay i have to do it because i i started like i can hear myself going <gasps> i gained 40 pounds because i work in youth ministry and i eat so much pizza now <sighs> and so, okay i gotta be aware of those things but it's hard it's really hard just tell me what to edit and i'll pull it out baby the breathing <laughs> of the last two podcasts, I have I have returned to a wonderful sp- uh, feature in in Logic, which I'm just going to say, Sarah, it's worth the purchase price of Logic. It's called Skip really? Silence. It's called Skip Silence. Deletes every silent aspect of a track. It's awesome. See, but I like silence though in a podcast. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, it deletes it from the the file, the waveform. So like it's like, like a big block of audio. It'll divide it up into two hundred blocks of audio. So there's still silence. There's still the same distance between talking, but then oh, you okay. could do so oh, much okay. more manipulating. So every t- so like for instance, this last podcast, it was a very awkward interview that we just released um, with the founder of Eye of the Tiber. Um, it wasn't awkward. It was just awkward because like I I think the guy is the funniest man alive and. Um, we were just all just like laughing and joking the entire time, and I kept reading the headlines and just giggling like an idiot but we would say like um uh a lot mm-hmm. and it just breaks those down to these little chunks and i just go in delete delete select all the audio uh chunks after that drag it a little closer clean it up so uh, it sounds a lot Ooh. more it's it's like tight like a tiger it's very tight like a tiger <laughs> okay awesome <laughs> Hey, I just want to let you know we're one hour and 15 minutes into this 30-minute interview. You're welcome. (laughs) That's what we call the Catching Foxes bump. (laughs) It's okay. I can edit some of this out. We need an audience. And I just texted to Sarah, this is going to be a long episode. (laughs) I'm sorry, Father Kyle. Please don't hate me. I need friends. (laughs) <laughs> that's okay. hey what if what if catching foxes released the unedited well quote-unquote longer version of this I, that would be amazing you should totally do that a uh, joint absolutely. podcast yes <gasps> oh. i just uh, might tinkle my glass against the microphone <laughs> our powers combined we're like the power rangers not the stupid earth show the power rangers yeah not captain planet <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are ridiculous. No, I do uh, fast forward through a podcast app where it can delete even more silences because I listen through what's it called? Overcast. Overcast, Overcast yeah. is the greatest app of all time. I'm a huge I'm fan of I'm more of a downcast Earth. fan, but that's just me. Overcast Outcast. Overcast has a wonderful button you push and it and it shortens the silences by 40%. So if someone what, does a dramatic No, no, no. If, if someone does a dramatic pause, 60% of that is still preserved. But most people don't do dramatic pauses. Most people have no clue what they're saying and the people editing it don't know, "Hey, you can just drag that audio bit just a little bit closer to the previous one." And not have a three I mean, when you interview people, most of the time, except for us cuz we're trained professionals, there's like a <laughs> three-second gap constantly throughout people's conversation. You know, like, um, that's a good question. And it just just cut that out a little bit. Saves you so much time. So much time. It keeps the pacing a lot better. Sarah, I got to ask you a personal question. Uh-oh. Do you speed up your podcast? Do you, do you go? No. Oh, man. I can't. See, you go a little bit too fast at times, I think, Gomer. 
I listened times, to C.S. Lewis's audiobook Mere Christianity on triple speed. That's crazy. Well, you oh. know, I mean, read it 30 times. You must just be a genius. I'm not a no, genius. Don't say that. I am an <laughs> I am a genius. I'll take that. No, we'll do that. I'm a genius. I, I thought you were going to go, I'm Mary's favorite. <laughs> there may have been a woman in my past who was an apparitionist who told me that Our Lady looked at me, singled me out from a group of my peers and said, everyone in the room will be better people if they follow me because I'm Mary's favorite. That may or may not have happened. It did happen. But I uh, I don't. So that meant anytime we ha- we um, had a party during <laughs> during college and Gomer wanted people to pay attention to him, he'd go, Mary's favorite over here. Mary's favorite. I wish I could say that wasn't true. <laughs> but it's a great icebreaker, right? It, it, it's, <laughs> hard laughing, it's just sad. <laughs> all right fellas uh, <laughs> we did it again luke we did it again <laughs> we did it again all right so where can we find you guys online what's uh what's the best way to get in touch with the catching foxes crew we are on facebook at catching fox oh sorry um, at facebook.com slash catching foxes podcast we are on twitter at at C Foxes Podcast. We are on Instagram at catching underscore foxes. I never updated, sorry. <laughs> and then uh, my website, which is the host website, layevangelist.com slash catching foxes. That'll give you all the shows. That's where iTunes aggregates the feed. So that's where um, you get to see the show notes, like a blog post. You get to see the show notes and all that good stuff. Excellent. Can't thank you guys enough for uh, spending a Friday night with uh, with us. I'm Father Kyle Schnipple. You can find me on Twitter at Father, all written out, Father Schnipple, S-C-H-N-I-P-P-E-L. Same with uh, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram, it's not written out. I probably goofed on that one. But mm-hmm. uh, you can find me on all the different places as well. And Sarah? You can find me over at CatholicDrinky.com on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on all the things. So thank you so much for joining uh, this episode of the Catholic Drinky Show. Um, we're so excited to have these young fellows from the Catching Foxes podcast uh, alongside me and old man Father Kyle. So uh, we will talk to you guys uh, in a couple weeks. Take care. So God old. bless. So old. Bye. Bye. He, he is old. He's so old. Guys, that was so much fun. I'm so sorry that we went so late. It's fine. I'm going to edit some of it out. It's no big deal. I apologize for nothing.